Thank 
yeah hallelujah praise god praise god morning everyone welcome to inspired by the world global times of devotion by the way we're going to be praying for Niger republic hallelujah going to be praying for the Republic. I'd like for us to read the scripture. First Timothy. First Timothy 2 from verse 1. Hallelujah. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Right away, we're going to be praying for the nation of Niger, and we're going to be declaring words specifically and ordering every spirit of darkness, every evil spirit out of Niger, taking their hands off the minds of the leaders, out of, out of the minds of the, the young people in Niger if that's, that has influenced them, that has deceived them for a long time. And we refuse for the deception to reign, but for the righteousness of 
because we read in the nation of Nigeria. Let us begin to pray at this time. Can you unmute yourself as you pray? Oh, 
Oh, hallelujah, legacy, so mongo, rotoko, shakabaya. Praise God, praise God. Who would like to um, kindly help us round off the prayer for the nation of Niger? Kindly raise your hands so that I could unmute you. Okay, Sister Denny Kebeldi, could you um, kindly round off the prayer for the nation of Niger? Kazunta Libra Shat Hantolishta Konta Kanda Zubza Granda Rabosha. Oh Father, we thank you. Mahine Zubza Grundaro Shanta Libra Shantabaya. We thank you for the country of Niger. We give you praise, Father, for the president and all the na- all the people in the nation of Niger. Maje Zubza Granda Kuta Libra Shantabaya. We're declaring the name of Jesus, that the name of the Lord is named upon this nation. Mazota liba roshanta kalika zubza gadiba roshatabaya. Mazota kabalabaya. That the word of God grows mightily and prevail in the nation of Niger. Mazuza kanta liba rushte kena zuza tambalabaya. Mazata kaliba roshanta kalabaya. We're declaring the name of Jesus. That every plan of the wicked one, that the wickedness of the wicked over the country of Niger is cut off. We put a stop to it. 
me. Majonta liba ruza tanta balabaya. Razota kaliba roshanta kaliba rabaya. Mazota lika shanta baya. That the kingdom of God prevails in the country of Niger. Mazote liba rusha tandelika zota balabaya. The righteousness of God prevails. Mazuze geliba roshanta liba roshanta kabalabaya. We'll declare that the economy of Niger mazuza tonda labashanta kalabaya. Rizete teke liba rusha tata kalabaya. Razuze we correct the economy of Niger in the name of Jesus. We declare that the will of God prevails. We cancel and we destroy every plan of the wicked one over the country of Niger. We declare that the will of God alone prevails. Lord, we give you praise forevermore. We also pray for every church in region. In in Niger, we declare, oh God, Mazuta Liba Rushantabaya. We pray for every churches, every ministers, Mahuza Tanka Liba Roshantabaya of the gospel in the country of Niger, that they are bold and fearless, they are courageous, they stand tall, stronger. Mazuze Keliba Rushantabaya, Ripatonta Kaliba Roshantabaya, and the knowledge of God prevails also in the country of Niger. Lord, we give you praise forevermore. Mazuza Tota Baliba. We say thank you, Father, for so it is in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Pastor. So, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Sister. Father, we pray and we thank you for all men in Niger. We pray for the president, President Mohammed Bazoum. Bazoum. And we pray for all ministers, prime ministers and governors. And using him as a point of contact, we pray for all in authority in Nijel. We ask, Father, that you will pour out the spirit of salvation upon Nijel, bringing many to salvation and to the knowledge of the truth. Father, let your kingdom come upon Nijel. The name of Jesus is named upon and is glorified. In Nijel, they lead a quiet and peaceable life in all honesty in Nijel. We pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, we rebuke and we restrain every force of evil in Nigeria. We rebuke your evil spirits of anarchy, violence, deception, and war. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we cut out Satan and the demons of darkness from Nigeria and we bring in the ministry of angels. The kingdom of God is come upon Nigeria. And the will of God is done in Niger. 
good triumphs over evil in jail, and righteousness prevails forever. Lord, you love Nijel and you planned good for them. You filled Nijel with your goodness. But evil men have hijacked economies of nations and put them in poverty. Now we pray in the name of Jesus against such men and women responsible for creating poverty in nations. Men and women who have hijacked the financial systems of Nijel and created poverty with their greed, selfishness, and evil works. In the name of Jesus, we free the financial systems of Nigeria from these dubious men and women. We free Nigeria from terrible economic policies orchestrated by these people that have bound them and kept them in poverty. We declare in the name of Jesus Christ that these evil people proceed no further in the name of Jesus. We frustrate their evil plans and we diminish their resources. We cut off their influence and power to control Niger for their selfishness. We pray for Niger and we free her from fear and we proclaim deliverance for our leaders and our people. We declare in the name of Jesus Christ, Bali Kosoto, that Niger is free to serve the kingdom of God. We declare in the name of Jesus that Nijel is free to enjoy the goodness of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we repeal, we counsel, and we abrogate every unjust and evil law passed into parliament by decree in the nation of Nijel. We repeal, we counsel, we abrogate every unjust and evil law passed in parliament by decree or by decree in Niger. Only laws that are to the benefits of the people in consistency with the righteousness of God. Only such laws stands. We declare that every draconian law hurriedly and secretly passed during the COVID-19 fiasco. We, to perpetrate the evils that we have planned, we cut them down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for all who are sick in Niger. We receive grace and mercy for them. And we declare the love of God prevails in their behalf. And the healing power of God overwhelms them. And they are restored to wholeness. Yes, in the name of Jesus, they are restored to wholeness. And they come to know the love of God and his salvation such that they serve God with their lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the church of Jesus Christ in Nigeria. We pray for ministers of the gospel and the Christians they lead in Nigeria. We declare that they are strong in faith, giving glory to God. They are filled with the knowledge of God's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. They are bold, fearless, and courageous. They are not terrified by their adversary. But they are forceful in advancing the cause of the gospel and the kingdom. They are filled with the knowledge of God's discerning these evil times. We pray for those being persecuted, that they be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men in jail in the name of the Lord Jesus.
Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for the nation of Kabaya. Nijay is free from all such wicked spirits of darkness who have held them bound and captivity. Yes, we pray for the nation of Nijay. We say evil will proceed no further in Niger, and no more will the youths of Niger Republic be used as mercenaries for wars in other countries. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we say never again, never again with the youths of the nation of Niger in exchange for money to become terrorists. We cut them off, thou spirits of wickedness and evil. We cut you off permanently from the nation of Niger. You wicked spirit that has manipulated the minds of the youths to think themselves as martyrs for demon spirits. We cut you off in the name of the Lord Jesus. We say you proceed no further. The nation of Niger belongs to God. Her leaders and all that are in it. Pare kondo krodo koboshite kibaya. Leki don't forget this oprakade kebashata. Yes, Nijay is the Lord's. Nijay is the Lord's. Pare kesekebe yala bashata. Thank you, precious Father. We worship and adore your holy name, of God. Forever and ever, we bless your name for Nijay. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord, for in Jesus' precious name we've prayed. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise God forevermore. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what part of the world you're connected from. At this time, you are welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in the intercessory prayers for the nation of Niger. Hallelujah. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Right away, we'll be going into a session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Hallelujah. Over to you, dear Sister Grace. Grace, can you unmute yourself? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Esteemed Pastor for that session of prayer. And thank you so much, Esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you're connected from at this time, welcome to another time of fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and lift up your hands in worship to our God. Oh, Baladaba Shanta, Kiladaba, our city. 
We give you praise, O God. Glory to your name, O God. Hallelujah. My life honors you. I live to worship you. You are the song I sing. You're the source of my joy. My life honors you. I live to worship you. You are the song I sing. You're the source of my joy. You are magnified. You are glorified. You are the king of the world. You are magnified. You are glorified. You're the king of heaven and earth. You are magnified. You are glorified. You are the king of the world. You are magnified. You are glorified. You're the king of heaven and earth. Master, the ruler of the world. You are Jesus. You are Jesus. You are the one who conquered death. You are Jesus. You are Jesus. Master, the ruler of the world. You are Jesus. You are Jesus. You are the one who conquered death. You are Jesus. You are Jesus. You are Jesus. Jesus. You are Jesus. The Savior of the world, you are Jesus, Jesus, you are Jesus, the Savior of the world. Hey, my life honors you, Jesus. I live to worship you. Oh, God, you are the song I sing. 
You're the source of my joy. Hey, my life honors you. Oh God, I live to worship you. Mm. You are the song I sing. You're the source of my joy. You are magnified. You are glorified. You are the king of the world. You are magnified. You are glorified. You're the king of heaven and earth. Lord, you are magnified, you are glorified, you are the king of the world. You are magnified, you are glorified, you're the king of heaven and earth. Hey, Master, the ruler of the world, you are Jesus, you are Jesus, you are the one who conquered death, you are Jesus, you are Jesus, you're my master, the ruler of the world. You are Jesus, you are Jesus. You are the one who reigns over all. You are Jesus, you are Jesus. Oh, master, the ruler of the world. You are Jesus. You are Jesus. You are the Lord of heaven and earth. You are Jesus. You are Jesus. Yeah, master, the ruler of the world. You are Jesus, you are Jesus. You are the one who conquered that. You are Jesus, you are Jesus. You are Jesus, oh Lord Jesus. You are Jesus, the Savior of the world. You are Jesus, Jesus. You are Jesus. The Savior of the world, 
You are God with us. You are God with us. You're the King of glory, Lord of all. You are God in us. You are God with us. You're the King of glory, Lord of all. You are God in us. You are God with us. You're the King of glory, Lord of all. You're alive in me and I live in you. You're the King of glory, Lord of all. You are God in us. You are God with us. You're the King of glory, Lord of all. You are God in us. God with us, you're the King of glory, Lord of all, you're alive in me, I'm alive in you, you're the King of glory, Lord of my life. You were God in me. You were God with me. You're the King of glory, Lord of all. You were God in us. You were God with us. You're the King of glory, Lord of all. You were Jesus. Jesus, yes you are, Jesus, oh, the Savior of the world, you are Jesus, you are Jesus. You are Jesus, the Savior of the world. You are God in us, God with us, King of glory, Lord of all. You reign in me, I reign in you. You're the king of glory, Lord of all. You are God in us, God with us. You're the king of glory, Lord of all. You are God in me, you are God with me. You're the king of glory, God of all. You're my righteousness. I'm alive in you. You're the king of glory, Lord of all. You are my glory, God. You're my crown, oh king. You're the king of glory, Lord of all. You are God in us. You are God with us, you're the King of glory, Lord of all. 
eva shanta la paku safata kala prateke soto kolo faka sis falita pakaya mandele fertile kesushke lira kousa kafaya ndos palatila fakaya lord our lives honor you we live to worship you you are the song that we sing and you remain the source of our joy thank you lord you're the one who conquered death and i thank you because if there's anyone in this place who has a death sentence upon their lives thank you because even as they worship you this morning you conquered death you conquered death lord you conquered death and that death sentence has been conquered even the lawful captive lord you have set free this day i see someone here who you are from polygamous home and in recent times there's been threats over your life and you've been having dreams of death and there are things that happened that actually makes you a lawful captive but the bible says even the lawful captive shall be set free jesus conquered death and he did it for all men the songs of praise that we sing here if you notice a lot of them have strong affirmations don't hear the song and feel like it's a nice lyric it has nice lyrics you better sing along <laughs> or making proclamations over our lives and over the circumstances around us you can't sing this song and die he say you are jesus the one who conquered death so if there were a death sentence following you with that affirmation jesus it, <clears throat> Anyways, the death sentence has been reversed. Praise the Lord. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Glory to God, glory to God. He is faithful and just. Hallelujah. Today is Monday, the 23rd of May, 2022. A more excellent way to give praise. That's the title of today's devotional article a more excellent way to give praise. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was gathered with a linen effort. Second Samuel 6 and verse 14. Praise God, praise God, praise God. The devotional article has been projected on your screen and we can all read along. And um, as much as possible, you can read out um, if you're not driving, you can read out the devotional article with me as we read together. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. There are those who thought that in the verse above, David was merely dancing in the flesh. So oftentimes they would say they want to dance like David danced and they started and they start gyrating with all their might. No, David was a man of the spirit. 
when the ark of God was being brought into the city of David, our theme verse says, David danced before the Lord with all his might, and David was gathered with a linen, linen effort. Notice the underlying part. In those days, dressing with a linen effort represented the office of the priest. Whenever the priest was in that regalia, he functioned in his spiritual office. David was gathered with a linen effort, being also a prophet, evidently instructed by the spirit. His dance, as described in the Hebrew text, was very different from the fleshly dance of normal celebrations. When the Bible says he danced before the Lord, the Hebrew word for dance is karar, and it doesn't refer to the kind of whirling and gyrating that most people think. Karar means to skip and jump and spin turning around about your own axis like a child. David's dance is similar to what Jesus did in Luke 10, 21. The Bible says in that hour, Jesus rejoiced, Greek, agaliao, in spirit. He was skipping and jumping like a child. So that David danced with all his might doesn't refer to exacting himself physically on the dance floor like most people do today. The term, the term is oz oz in Hebrew meaning that he danced with all his glory, all his majesty. He danced with all of God's regalia on him. Glory to God. The best description for it in the New Testament is the Greek word agaleao. It is a dance from the inside. Dancing in the flesh distracts your spirit from true reverence and worship. It dissipates spiritual power, and many don't realize this. In these last days, the Spirit of God is showing us a more excellent way to give God praise. God, to give God true praise and worship. The days of fleshly dance in Christian congregations are over. When we worship the Lord, it must and should always be in the spirit. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Philippians 3 and verse 3. Also John 4, 23 to 24 says, But the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Praise the Lord. Um, there's been a lot of correction in the house of God in recent times. As much as there has been instruction in righteousness, as much as there's been so much inspiration and so much information coming our way. Um, and I often will say here, don't be that person who, when you are inspired, you are excited, you know, of the inspiration of the word, when instructions come, you're very excited, oh, hallelujah. When information comes that, you know, adds knowledge to you, oh, fantastic, glory to God. And then when correction comes, you get offended. Don't be that kind of Christian. You must walk with God as one who knows nothing, such that at every point in time, the Lord can correct you. You know, you have, I don't know if you've met Christians who probably have been Christians for like 20 years, 25 years. So they would make statements like, I beg nothing with the Bible, I never know. For those of you who don't understand teaching English, said it's, it's saying that there's nothing in the Bible that I don't know. You know, they feel like they are longevity in the, in, the, in the body of Christ. It's tantamount to the amount of knowledge that they have gathered through the years. So when, when somebody who probably has joined church five years ago 
and then um, like Paul who joined much later than the disciples and was given by the spirit a, a depth of revelation of the scriptures unlike what most of the disciples had. It was easy for, for, for some of the disciples to have issues with Paul. I don't know if you guys noticed that in the Bible. There were disciples who had issues with Paul, you know, and it happens even in today's world where um, you can even be a pastor, you know, and then you happen to be in a meeting where a cell leader shares from the scriptures and you can have that feeling like, what does he know? What does he know? Because you may feel like you have um, learned and um, you've been to different Bible schools and you've studied the Bible from beginning to the end. If there's one thing I've learned from our man of God, a man of God can teach you something yesterday. Your love old season is ongoing. He will teach you something yesterday, day one. He will come back and day two and say, I, I, I was talking, the Lord was talking to me yesterday about something I said and he corrected me. Remember when I said this and the Lord said, this is what it is. He's never too experienced to, to, to listen to God, too experienced to be corrected by God too experienced to, to, he's never too, too proud to come back and say, the Lord corrected me and this is what it is. If Pastor Chris, DSCDD can do that. I believe that many of you have experienced it because I have a lot of times. If Pastor Chris can do that, then who shouldn't be meek enough at any point in time to receive the correction of the spirit? I said that to say that, you know, that when pastors started talking about this whole dance thing, it didn't sit well with many people. And, you know, um, if you want to follow a man of God, especially a man of God like Pastor Chris, you have to be, you have to follow by the spirit and you have to follow in the spirit. And in following in the spirit, there are times when your mind will not understand. And you need to understand that. If you have studied the book, um, How to Make Your Faith Work, in that book, Pastor was talking about when your mind doubts and when your spirit doubts. And he differentiated both of them. And he said in that book, he said, sometimes your mind may doubt. It doesn't mean that you are, you are in doubt because it does not affect your spirit. Yes, the mind is the doorway to the spirit. And if you don't deal with that doubt in the mind, it might enter into the spirit. So it's just like if I come and I knock on your door, that I am standing in your door doesn't mean I'm inside your house. And at that point where I am the door, it's up to you to let me into the house or to keep me outside of the house so that I can leave. It's the same way. So that your mind is doubting doesn't mean your spirit is doubting. But if you don't deal with doubt, it's going to enter your spirit. So there are times when certain things come to you by the mind you really do not understand. And you see, this is where our work of faith is also important. When Pastor Chris is teaching something and then um, it seems like I don't get where he's coming from. I, in my mind at that point, is trying to 
understand what he's saying and where it's coming from. I just opened my mouth immediately. I said, I understand in the name of the Lord Jesus. Or sometimes I'll say, dear spirit of God, I have understanding of what pastor is saying because you teach me all things and you live in me. Because faith is the response of the human spirit to the word of God. I don't have to understand it, but I can respond from my spirit. And that response open a, opens up a well of understanding. And suddenly I'm going through the day and then something happens. And then suddenly there's a flood of understanding. Oh, this is what pastor is trying to say. I can even be watching a movie and suddenly a scene takes place in the movie. Oh, this is what pastor is saying. Oh yes, now I understand it. But if, because my mind couldn't take it at the time, I begin to fight the concept because I have believed in dancing since when I was a child, since when I joined church. Man, I used to be in Winners Chapel, the Ibadan back then, and our third service used to be a Yoruba service. It was a Yoruba um, city. And, you know, we had moved to Ibadan at that time. And when, you know, it was also for us part of learning the language. And we remember that the, the very first time I attended that thought service, men who sing different Yoruba songs and who would dance, dance, dance. If you know what ekomole means in Yoruba, that means you would dance till you bend blow. And, you know, it was such a, an exciting dancing service. So you would have experienced many dancing experiences and you are like, ah, pastor cannot say this. Pastor cannot say this. Pastor cannot say this. Parabale. Calm down. That's what I just said. Follow by the spirit. The Bible says God is coming for a church without spot and without wrinkle. God is perfecting his church. God is correcting a lot of things into, in his church. You know, we live in an age where so much has crept into the the um the kingdom from the world because people get born again as worldly people and then they come into the into the church and they feel like oh this is not in quote express sin you know um this there's nothing bad in this and then they bring this into the church yesterday myself and one of my brothers we were talking about um bachelor's eve and my brother was like, really? He has never liked this concept of bachelor's eve. He said when he was getting married, he didn't do it. And we were, he was like, and I was like, really? It's, it's really true. Because the concept of bachelor's eve is there's this night before a man's wedding where they have a party for him and they bring a lot of single ladies and they expect the guy to misbehave because it's his last night as a single man. Some of you may be hearing this for the first time. But that's the concept of Bachelor's Eve. It's a worldly phenomenon. Then you see, we have become Christians. And then virtually every Christian that is getting married these days, you see the guy wanting to have a Bachelor's Eve. Do you just accept doctrine, um, traditions, culture without actually questioning? I, I'm, I'm grateful to the God for the kind of person he made me. I'm not somebody you just throw things at. I ask questions. I'm that inquisitive. Okay, so who started this thing? Many of you, if I, if there's, there's a video, you know, I've always had an issue with Valentine for a very long time, but I did not have scriptural references. And I, I hadn't done the, the due diligence to study history of Valentine. If I tell you the concept of Valentine, you will go and ask God for forgiveness for ever celebrating it. 
it's a it's a it's an event that is that was christianized after a, a god a goddess some of you may be hearing it for the first time and the red the white and red is significant the red signified a blood blood that was offered brothers and sisters live in the spirit so that you shall not fulfill the gratuity of the flesh there are many things in our world that we need to wake up and question. Don't just jump at events. Don't just jump at trends. Things are happening on social media. You will join. They are doing one challenge. You will join. Who started the challenge? Do you know who it is dedicated to? Walk in the spirit. And you see, in walking in the spirit, just the same way I said that when pastor comes and he's correcting us about something and it seems like my mind cannot understand it, but because I walk in the spirit and I know that pastor is a man of the spirit, I know that he's not jobless to just go and pick a subject of topic and come and be discussing it with us. I know that he's being guided by the Lord. And I'm like, Lord, I understand in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the same way, when you train your spirit that way, when certain things are happening, you can know in your spirit that there's something not right. You may not have the, the, back, back, um, the, the, the scriptural backing. You may not have reference to say this is wrong. But in your spirit, you know. You just know. And you will not go with the trend. Brothers and sisters, walk in the spirit. So today's article is beyond dance. It's beyond dance. There's so much that the spirit of God is correcting in this time. You know, I was in a meeting and I heard pastor say that this thing I just taught you guys today. I have wanted to teach it. Uh, the spirit of God taught me in 1990 something. I've wanted to teach it, but the church was not ready for it. I said, Lord, please teach me the things that pastor has not yet taught the church that they are not ready for. Lord, I'm ready. It may sound like my own is too much, but I know what I'm saying. Because you can't give a child bone to eat. You want to, even when you're feeding a child meat, you, you see a mother put the meat in her mouth, she chews it, she brings it out, and she puts it into the mouth of the child. Many of you, God cannot even give you meat and meat directly. He has to give it to somebody to help, um, you know, dilute it. I, I heard Pastor in that meeting, and he said that, I'm not even saying it to you the way it is. Because many of you will not be able to take it. COVID-19 brought us into a new revelation where pastor could throw bone at us and be confident that we would take it. Then I'm wondering how many more revelations have pastor been unable to teach us because many of us have not come of age. This whole COVID vaccine, we had members in ministry who fought pastor. For, for dare to, daring to say that they should not take the vaccine. There are those who went to take it just because pastor said not to take it, who gave pastor the audacity to control the circumstances of their life. Where has he landed them in? If you want to follow a man of God like Pastor Chris, follow by the spirit and learn to, to respond from your spirit, not from your mind, not from your flesh. It's a way to walk with God. We see through the scriptures, so beyond dance, brothers and sisters, make the due adjustment in your life. And if there's one sincere prayer you should pray in this last days, you say, Lord, if there's anything 
that is not part of your plan. You know, I remember when we had goal 100 million and we, were, we, were, we had 21 days of prayer and fasting. For those of you who were a part of it, you remember very well that we were praying every day to be in sync with the will of God. We did not want anything that was not a part of his will. If it was not a part of his will, it might be a nice idea. It might be a fantastic idea. We didn't want. We didn't want. It is one of the reasons I will not be found in certain settings. I will not be found with certain people. And in working with God, you have to learn to live like an eagle. Eagles fly alone, yet they fly the highest. I'm not saying don't have friends, but there are seasons you must be alone. You heard, you've heard Pastor teach about it, even in recent times in Rhapsody. I don't know if it was early this month or last month's um, Rhapsody. There was an article where Pastor was talking about solitude. He said, isolation precedes revelation. Do you guys remember that article? We all read it together. There are seasons in your life that you have to be alone. If God is going to walk with you, if he's going to talk to you, you have to separate yourself from social media, separate yourself from every influence from every other person, where at that moment, it's only the voice of God that counts. You must have such seasons in your life. You are that person that cannot be alone. If you don't have friends, somebody must be with you. You want to go to the market, you are looking for somebody to follow you. You want to go for a party, you are looking, you must have somebody. Learn to be alone. Learn to be comfortable in your own skin. Learn to walk with God. Because in reality, you are never alone. There's somebody with you. Make God your best friend. He sent the Holy Spirit to make a success of your life. Invest in making the Holy Spirit your best friend. Invest in learning more about the ways of the Spirit. There's so many messages in our ministry about the Holy Spirit. We have books about it. Have you read them all? Yet you went to buy Andrew Kage's um, 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 book on how to make friends and influence people. I'm not saying don't read those books. I have read it personally. But before you start looking for human friends to make and how to influence people, have you read about the Holy Spirit? He's the greatest influence ever. You don't need to read books. When the Holy Spirit is in your life, you enter a place, you are making impact and you are influencing. I'm somebody who runs away from people. Yet I have one of the greatest influence on young people. Walk with the Spirit. Invest in your time with the Spirit. I'm going to hand over to Pastor Oini. There's so much God wants to teach us in these last days. And many of us are still behaving like children in the kingdom. So he cannot throw bone at us. The Spirit of God is asking us to come up here. Come up here. Come up here. I keep hearing it in the Spirit. There are mornings I wake up and I hear the voice of the Spirit. Amarak, come up here. I say, Lord, Lord, Lord. Take me anywhere you want to take me, I'm ready. I said, Lord, anything you need to do to me to get it into me, do it. Like the potter, like the clay, are you willing to be broken at times so that you can be remolded into the better version of you? Some of you can't stand trials. You can't stand challenges. You can't stand temptations. You can't stand difficult times because you will lose your faith in God. You will feel like God is not on your side. What kind of Christian are you? Anyways, I'm grateful to God that we study the scriptures here on a daily basis and we see that trials are a part of life. And irrespective of what comes at the Christian, he can win. He can win. The end thereof is victory for the Christian. So there's no, there's no fear. That's why pastor, we say, devil, throw your best shots. Can many of you say it? Can you say it? Say, ah, <laughs> let me not look for the devil's trouble. Who is he? He's under our feet. Don't elevate the devil beyond where he is. He doesn't even have a position. 
He works on the ignorance of Christians. He works on the authority that you have because you do not know that you have it. The devil is like somebody who, you know, um, 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 you know, because he's a god of this earth. Now you leave a some a, a, an adult with a child of like maybe seven years old in the house, and you give the adult money to feed the child. The child doesn't know, but the adult knows. So there are days when the child will eat only once, and he feels because the, uh, the adult lets him know that ah, we don't have money in the house. But the day the child knows that mommy and daddy dropped money to travel, the child has a right to ask. He may be slapped. Daddy will come back, he's going to report. The same way, if you do not know, the devil will, it's your money that the devil is spending. The wealth that the devil is giving his children, it is our own, but many Christians do not know. So the devil is playing on our ignorance and using what belongs to us to distribute to his own children. That nanny will send the money to her own family, send food stuff to her own children, and the child she was asked to take care of is, 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 is starving in the house. It happens every time. Don't let the devil prosper on the basis of your ignorance. Over to you, esteemed Pastor Inye. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone depending on where you are connecting from at the moment. I'm going over to the further studies of today's, um, the Bible study of today's devotion, and we'll start with the further studies of Rhapsody of Realities. John chapter four says, yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshipers was worship in spirit and in truth. Philippians chapter 3, verse 3 says, For it is we who are the circumcision, we who serve God by his spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the confession together. Dear Lord, thank you for the privilege of worship and for guiding me on the way of true praise and worship that is acceptable to you. Thank you for granting me the ability to condition my mind and senses to offer you true worship from my heart that transmits your glory to impart my word in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going to go over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. I want to say thank you to esteemed Brother Martins for helping share your, your scriptures on your screen. We are seeing the book of John, John chapter 11, caption, Jesus raised from the dead. In the village of Bethany, there was a man named Lazarus and his sisters, Mary and Martha. Mary was one who would anoint Jesus' feet with costly perfume and dry his feet with her long hair. One day, Lazarus became very sick to the point of death. So his sister sent a message to Jesus, Lord, our brother Lazarus, the one you love is very sick, please come. When he heard this, he said, the sickness will not end in death, for Lazarus will bring glory and praise to God. This will reveal the greatness of the Son of God by what takes place. Now, even though Jesus 
Jesus loved Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. He remained where he was for two more days. Finally, on the third day, he said to his disciples, Come, it's time to go to Bethany. But teacher, they said to him, Do you really want to go back there? It was just a short time ago, the people of Judah was going, we are going to stone you. Jesus replied, Are there not 12 hours of daylight in every day? We can go through a day without the fear of stumbling when you're walking the one who gives life to the world. But you will stumble when the light is not in you, for you'll be walking in dark. Then Jesus added, Lazarus, our friend, has just fallen asleep. It's time that I go and awaken him. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament today. I'm going to hand, sorry, we still have one to go. Um, then when they had this, the disciples replied, Lord, if he had just fallen asleep, then he will get better. Jesus was speaking about Lazarus' death, but the disciples presumed he was talking about natural sleep. Then Jesus made it plain to them, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I'm glad I wasn't there because now you have another opportunity to see who I am so that you will learn to trust in me. Come, let's go and see him. So Thomas nicknamed the twin, remarked to the other disciples, let's go so that we can die with him. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. I'm going to hand over to esteemed brother John for the Old Testament. Do have a wonderful everyone. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you very much, esteemed Pastor Oninye, for that um, beautiful read. And thank you, esteemed um, Amarak, for that awesome Rhapsody of Reality session. So welcome to a brand new week, everyone. And um, we're continuing with the book of Second Kings. And we're reading chapter 10 to 12 this morning. I personally have been really blessed by this book. And um, it's a long read, but another interesting story. So from verse 1, then Jehu wrote a letter to the city council of Samaria and to the guardians of Ahab's 70 sons, all of whom were living there. Upon receipt of this letter, select the best one of Ahab's sons to be your king and prepare to fight for his throne. For you have, for you have chariots and horses and a fortified city and an armory. I'm sure we all remember who Jehu is. From verse 4, but they were too frightened to do it. Two kings couldn't stand against this man. What can we do this? So the manager of palace affairs and the city manager, together with the city council and the guardians of Ahab's sons, sent him this message. Jehu, we are your servants and we do anything you tell us to. We have decided that you should be our king instead of one of Ahab's sons. Jehu responded with this message. If you are on my side and are going to obey me, 
bring the heads of your master's sons to me at Jezreel at about this time tomorrow. These 70 sons of King Ahab were living in the homes of the chief men of the city where they had been raised since childhood. When the letter arrived, all 70 of them were murdered and their heads were packed into baskets and presented to Jacob at Jezreel. Eo, when a messenger told Jacob that the heads of the king's sons had arrived, he said to pile them in two heaps at the entrance of the city gates and to leave them there until the next morning. In the morning, he went out and spoke to the crowd that had gathered around them. You aren't to blame, he told them. I conspired against my master, killed him, but I didn't kill his sons. The Lord has done that, for everything he says comes true. He declared through his servant Elijah that this would happen to Ahab's descendants. Jehu then killed all the rest of the members of the family of Ahab who were in Jezreel, as well as all of his important officials, personal friends, and private chaplains. Finally, no one was left who had been close to him in any way. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Then he set out for Samaria and stayed overnight at a shepherd's inn along the way. While he was there, he met the brothers of King Ahaziah of Judah. Who are you? He asked. And they replied, we are brothers of King Ahaziah. We are going to Samaria to visit the sons of King Ahab and of the Queen Mother Jezebel. Grab them, Jehu shouted to his men. And he took them out to the cistern and killed all 42 of them. <laughs> As he left the inn, he met Jehonadab, the son of Rehab who was coming to meet him. After they had greeted each other, Jehu said to him, are you as loyal to me as I am to you? Yes, Jehonadab replied. Then give me your hand, Jehu said. And he helped him into the royal chariot. Now come along with me, Jehu said, and see how much I've done for the Lord. So Jehonadab rode along with him. When he arrived in Samaria, he butchered all of Ahab's friends and relatives, just as Elijah speaking for the Lord had predicted. Then Jehu called a meeting of all the people of the city and said to, him, to them, Ahab hardly worshipped at all in comparison to the way I'm going to. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Summon all the prophets and priests of Baal and call together all his worshippers. See to it that every one of them comes, for we worshippers of Baal are going to have a great celebration to prison. <laughs> Any of Baal's worshippers who don't come will be put to death. But Jehu's plan was to exterminate them. Hmm. He sent messengers throughout all Israel, summoning those who worship Baal. And all, they all came and filled the temple of Baal from one end to the other. Instructed the head of the robing room be sure that every worshiper wears one of the special robes. And Jehu and Jehonadab, son of Rechab, went into the temple to address the people. Check to be sure that only those who worship Baal are here. Don't let anyone in who worships the Lord. As the priests of Baal began offering sacrifices and burnt offerings, Jehu surrounded the building with 80 of his men and told them, If you let anyone escape, you will pay for it with your own life. They will as soon as he had finished sacrificing the burnt offering, Jehu went out and told his officers and men, go in and kill the whole bunch of them. Don't let a single one escape. So they slaughtered them all and dragged their bodies outside. 
Then Jehu's men went into the inner temple, dragged out the pillar used for the worship of Baal and burned it. They erected the temple and converted it into a public toilet, which it still is today. Thus, Jehu destroyed every trace of Baal from Israel. However, he didn't destroy the gold calves at Bethel and Dan. This was the great sin of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, for it resulted in all Israel's sinning. Afterwards, the Lord said to Jehu, You have done well in following my instructions. To destroy the dynasty of Ahab, because of this I will cause your son, your grandson, and your great-grandson to be the kings of Israel. But Jehu didn't follow the Lord God of Israel with all his heart. For he continued to worship Jeroboam's gold calves that had been the cause of such great sin in Israel. At about that time, the Lord began to whittle down the size of Israel. King Hazel conquered several sections of the country east of the Jordan River, as well as all of Gilead, Gad, and Reuben. He also conquered parts of Manasseh from the Arua River in the valley of Anon. As far as Gilead and Bash, the rest of Jehu's activities are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. When Jehu died, he was buried in Samaria, and his son, Jehoahaz, became the new king. In all, Jehu, in all, Jehu reigned as king of Israel in Samaria for 28 years. Praise the Lord. Ah, Allah kusiki tiliki Chapter 11 is a short one. When Athaliah, the mother of King Ahaziah of Judah, learned that her son was dead, she killed all of his children, except for his year-old son, Joash. Joash was rescued by his aunt, Jehosheba, who was a sister of King Ahaziah, but she was a daughter of King Jehoram, Ahaziah's father. She stole him away from the from among the rest of the king's children who were waiting to be slain and hid him and his nurse in a storeroom of the temple. He lived there for six years while Athaliah reigned as king, as queen. In the seventh year of Queen Athaliah's reign, Jehoiada the priest summoned the officers of the palace guard and the queen's bodyguard. He met them in the temple, swore them to secrecy and showed them the king's son. Then he gave them their instruction. A third of those who are on duty on the Sabbath are to guard the palace. The other two thoughts shall stand guard at the <coughs> temple, surround the king weapons in hand, and kill anyone who tries to break through. Stay with the king at all times. So the officers followed Jehoiada's instructions. They brought to Jehoiada the men who were going off duty on the Sabbath, and those who were coming on duty, and he armed them from the temple's supply of spares and shields that had belonged to the king. David, the guards with weapons ready, stood across the front of the sanctuary and surrounded the altar, which was near Joah's hideout. The Joada brought out the young prince and put the crown upon his head and gave him a copy of the Ten Commandments and anointed him as king. And everyone clapped and shouted, Long live the king! When Athalia heard all the voice, all the noise, she ran into the temple and saw the new king standing beside the pillar. It was a custom at times of coronation, surrounded by her bodyguard and many trumpeters, and everyone was rejoicing and blowing trumpets. Tracy! Tracy! She screamed and began to tear her clothes. 
get out of here, shouted Joanna to the officers of the guard. Don't kill her here in the temple, but kill anyone who tries to come to her rescue. So they dragged her to the palace tables and killed her there. Joanna made a treaty between the Lord and the king and the people that they would be the Lord's people. He also made a contract between the king and the people. Everyone went over to the temple of Baal and tore it down, breaking the altars and images of the king of, and killing Matan, the priest of Baal, in front of the altar. And Joada set guards at the temple of the Lord. Then he and the officers and the guard and all the people led the king from the temple, past the guardhouse and into the palace. And he sat upon the king's throne. So everyone was happy. And the city settled back into quietness after Athaliah's death. Joash was seven years old when he became king. Praise be unto God. And our last chapter of the day, chapter 12. It was seven years after Jehu had become the king of Israel that Joash became the king of Judah. He reigned in Jerusalem for 40 years. His mother was Zebiah from Beersheba. All his life, Joash did what was right because Joada the high priest instructed him. Yet, even so, he didn't destroy the shrines on the hills. The people still sacrificed and burned incense there. One day, King Joash said to Joada, The temple building needs repairing. Whenever anyone brings a contribution to the Lord, whether it is a regular assessment or some special gift, use it to pay for whatever repair are needed. But in the 23rd year of his reign, the temple was still in disrepair. So Joash called for Joada and the other priests and asked them, Haven't you done anything about the temple? Now, don't use any more money for your own needs. From now on, must all be spent on getting the temple into good condition. So the priests agreed to set up a special repair fund that would not go through their hands, lest it be diverted to care for their personal needs. Joada the priest bore the hole in the lid of a large chest and set it on the right-hand side of the altar at the temple entrance. The doorkeepers put all of the people's contribution into it. Whenever the chest became full, the king's financial secretary and the high priest counted it, put it into bags, and gave it to the construction superintendents to pay the carpenters, stonemasons, quarrymen, timber dealers, and stone merchants, and to buy the other materials needed to repair the temple of the Lord. It was not used to buy silver, cups, gold snuffers, bowls, trumpets, or similar articles, but only for repairs of the building. No accounting was required from the construction superintendents, for they were honest and faithful men. However, the money that was contributed for guilt offerings and sin offerings was given to the priests for their own use. It was not put into the chest. About this time, King Azael of Syria went to war against Gath and captured it. Then he moved on towards Jerusalem to attack it. King Joash took all the sacred objects that his ancestors, Jehoshaphat, Joram, and Hazia, the king of Judah, had dedicated along with what he himself had dedicated. And all the gold in the treasuries of the temple and the palace and sent it to Isaiah. So Isaiah called off the attack. The rest of the history of Joash is recorded in the annals of the king of Judah. But his officers plotted against him and assassinated him in his royal residence at Milo on the road, of si road to Sila. The assassins were Jozahar, the son of Shimea, and Jehozabad, the son of Shoma. Both trusted it. Imagine was buried in the royal cemetery in Jerusalem, and his son, Amaziah, became the new king. Glory to God. Thank you very much, everyone. And I'll hand over to the esteemed Brother Martins.
Thank you so much, John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation as well as the communion. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The affirmation will be on the screen shortly. We start the affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name. My love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. At this point, I will kindly ask everyone to please unmute your mics as we take our formation at the count of three. One, two, Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. At this point, we're going straight to the communion segment of our meeting. Praise the Lord. Please, if your mic is in any way muted, if your mic is unmuted, please kindly mute yourself. Thank you. Praise the Lord. When I was trying, when I was meditating on this meeting, I think yesterday night, the Spirit of God began to show me some things. And um, I'll just quickly read two scriptures to you, what he told me. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 24. For there is nothing better for a man than that he should eat and drink and that he should make his soul enjoy good in his labor. This I saw that it was from the hand of the Lord, of God. Praise God. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 13. And second, that he should eat 
and drink and enjoy the fruits of his labor, for these are the gifts from God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, message translation. He continued, go home and prepare a feast, holiday food and drink, and share with those who, have, who don't have anything. This day is holy to God. Don't feel bad. The joy of God is your strength. The same Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, Living Bible. It's a time to celebrate with a hearty meal and to send presents to those in need. For the Lord, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. You must not be dejected and sad. Praise be God forever. If possible, throughout this week, if possible, today or any time this week, take out a specific day, a specific time to sing, to praise, to worship the Lord, and also to make merry, to enjoy yourself and be happy. For the Lord has begun something new, and that thing is a thing of joy, is a thing of rejoicing, is a thing of satisfaction, and you will definitely be glad. For your life has turned around in a specific direction of glory, in a specific direction of greatness, in a specific direction of the miraculous, where things happen suddenly, and many will see it and give glory to God. Praise be God forever and ever. Amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. For this bread that we break today, we affirm that Jesus was broken for us. He died on that cross. He was buried for us. And yes, together with him, we are raised up. And we are seated together with him in heavenly realms, in the realms of enjoyment, of merriment, of happiness, of joy, and of gladness. And we affirm that our lives are full of joy. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, His mercies never end. All of my life, I would praise the living God. My heart is full of joy. I will bless His holy name. Praise God. After the same manner, also He took the cup when He has sobbed, saying, This cup is a New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Lord, our lives are full of joy. And yes, we praise and bless your holy name for you are God all by yourself. You are that same God. Thank you for you change not. You remain the same and you're faithful to the end. We give you all the praise in adoration and in worship. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup even now. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Tamaka. At this point, I'll kindly ask if there's anyone whose birthday is today. Today's your birthday, wedding anniversary, or there's something you're celebrating. Please quickly come to the chat room. Quickly, quickly, quickly come to the chat room. Tell us your name if you're connected today. If today's your first time of joining us, your name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. And if today's your birthday, quickly come to the chat room and tell us who or what you're celebrating today. Please quickly, it's 7 a.m. already, Nigerian time. Any birthdays, wedding anniversary, what are you celebrating? Well, as for me, this week is my week of celebrations and I'm making merry, I'm dancing, I'm rejoicing. Okay, I can see yesterday was my friend's birthday. Her name is Eberi. Happy birthday, Eberi. Today is my foster daughter's birthday. Her name is Omoumi. Happy birthday, Omoumi. Praise be God forever. Today is the birthday of my cell member. His name is, her name is Sister Princess Ike. Happy birthday, Sister Princess Ike. Legros, Jidai, Vrogodila, Karkai, Kadali, and Dijolamandorogodoria. From this day, celebration will never cease from their homes. They will rejoice and be glad for it is a day the Lord has made. Lord, we give you praise. Paraclesio frati casu branangrotori antisu frictakidae. It is rejoicing, joy unspeakable. Oh, today is the birthday of my pastor. Today is my pastor's birthday, Pastor Dr. Ogi. Okay, Chunji, happy birthday. Extreme Pastor Ogi Okitunji. Today is the birthday of my dear friend, Princess Ike. It is also the birthday of Pastor Rudney, a love word singer. Happy birthday to our dear friend, Sister Princess Ike and Pastor Rudney. Oh, Shaka Talavrati. Glory, glory, glory. Father, we thank you for all our celebrants. They are blessed indeed. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Like I said earlier, this week, make merry. Celebrate. Because it is a, it is a, 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 it is a starting of a, of a specific lifestyle that God is bringing you into. It's a lifestyle of celebration, of rejoicing, of merriment. It will not stop. It will never cease. It will never cease. The consciousness of this just continue celebrating until the rapture. Kaba kasata kaba delegredilo krusofratoria. Oh, once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege and thank you to all our amazing co-hosts for what you do for us daily. I love you personally. Praise God. At this point, I'll kindly ask everyone to please unmute their mics as we share the grace in fellowship. Yes, Bye. 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 Bye.